Hey there, healthy Disney crew. Welcome to episode 81 of the Fitness Empowerment Podcast, where we will be discussing the Thanksgiving foods you will find at the Columbia Harbor House quick service restaurant in Frontierland Magic Kingdom. Welcome to, or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. My name is Danny. I am your host and I am your resource for fitness, food, and travel. Happy Thanksgiving. I know it's the day before, but you might be listening to this on Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving 2018. As you may or may not know, Disney is actually well known for making sure that you can find holiday appropriate meals in just about every restaurant you walk into at the Disney parks and the Disney resorts. But there are a few restaurants that seem to serve Thanksgiving style meals year round. And today I'm gonna share with you a review of one of those restaurants. The Columbia Harbor House Quick Service Restaurant is located in Frontierland next to the Haunted House or the Haunted Mansion and Liberty Square Market and the entrance to Fantasyland right by Rapunzel's Castle. So this restaurant is a quick service restaurant where you can get an entree plus a drink or a dessert um, or you can purchase a la carte or you can purchase a ton of snack credit options here as well. I was not expecting the quality of food that I got here but I was super impressed I'm gonna give you a run through of the menu, like the full menu first, and then I'm gonna go over the items that I got and a little bit of the nutritional information about those items. Okay, so by land and sea, as you can imagine, there's a lot of fish on this menu, a lot of seafood, and then some chicken and some other options like that. No, it's not all healthy, but you can find some healthy items here. And I'm going to share with you what I did to make some of these items a little bit more healthy or how I kind of limited my portion control. So some of the items on this menu, we'll just go, we'll go one through 10 when it comes to the classic entrees and by land and sea. Number one is a trio platter. So that's a combination of shrimp, fish, and chicken breast nuggets. This is all fried, so anything that's fried, I'm not gonna recommend to you because it's not healthy. Maybe if you get all the fried food, you might wanna split it. Um, number two is a fried shrimp and fish. So again, we're talking about fried food here. We're going for comfort food. You know what, if you wanna splurge because it's a Thanksgiving meal, like go for it. <laughs> but keep in mind, if you're eating fried food, you know, a couple times throughout the day, every day that you're at Disney, that's gonna add up. It really will, so just keep that in mind. Number three, chicken breast nuggets and fish. Still fried, still fried. All of this is fried. <laughs> okay, number four, 
tuna sandwich. So it's tuna with lettuce and tomato served on toasted multigrain bread with house-made potato chips. If you don't want those potato chips, and this is what I would do personally, I would sub those chips for a veggie. And we'll get to the size in a minute. Number five, classic entrees, is the lighthouse sandwich. This is a hummus with tomato and broccoli slaw served on a toasted multigrain bread with house-made potato chips. Again, I would sub those potato chips for some vegetables. That way you're getting some fibrous veggies in there instead of the potato chips because you're also getting carbs from the bread. I love that it's a multigrain bread, but you don't need the bread and the chips. Um, next, number six, lobster roll. Served with house-made potato chips. I've heard really good things about this lobster roll. I don't eat seafood, so I can't give you my personal feedback on this, but I've heard good things. So if you like lobster rolls, I would go ahead and try it. And again, I would sub those house-made potato chips with a veggie. Number seven, chicken pot pie. Served with green beans and carrots. This is what I got. It was awesome. <laughs> like I would go back and get this again and again and again. It was so good. Okay, we'll get back to this. Number eight, chicken breast nuggets. This is an eight piece serving and it's served with French fries. I would swap out those French fries for a veggie because you're already getting that fried batter on the chicken. So I would get the vegetable to kind of balance that out. You don't need the fried batter and the French fries. Number nine, grilled salmon. So that's nice. So that's served with vegetable rice and green beans and carrots. So that's a really good meal as far as kind of more balanced, less uh, fried food, a little bit less fattening. So your grilled salmon with your veggie option. And then number 10 is a harbor salad, which is served with a choice of chicken or shrimp on top of mixed greens, diced tomato, bacon, egg, melon, that's interesting, onions and cucumbers drizzled with a Zinfandel vinaigrette dressing. I think that's probably a good option too. Um, let's see, green beans and carrots or apple slices are available for substitute on all entrees upon request. I think a big takeaway with a lot of uh, meals that you have in Disney is that you just have to ask for a modification like 95% of the time. Disney cast members are super, super good about making those modifications for you, helping you find something that is going to fit your nutritional needs, but you just have to ask. They cannot read your mind. Just ask and they'll figure out something for you. Some of the sides that are available here, and these are all available for a snack credit if you just want to come in and get a side. They've got hush puppies, vegetable rice, macaroni and cheese. I bet that is super good, but I didn't try it. Green beans and carrots and french fries and then some soups which are also snack credit available and a really good value for a snack credit vegetarian chili and new england clam chowder so both of those are valued at 6.49 and a snack credit is technically valued at five dollars so you're really getting a good value there for those items okay moving on some different kids meal options for guests ages nine and under are tuna sandwich, Smucker's Uncrustables, garden salad with chicken, and all three of those options are Disney check meal worthy. They've got mac and cheese, chicken breast nuggets, or chicken breast nuggets and fish. And all these meals include a Dannon Danimal smoothie yogurt and a go-go squeeze applesauce with a choice of small low-fat milk or a small Dasani water. And I think it's also important to note that you can definitely get free 
water in here. You do not have to purchase a bottle of water. All you have to do is ask for a cup of water instead of a bottle of water that's free. You can even go in here and not purchase any food and just go up to where you would pick up your food and ask for a cup of water. So if you're ordering a, a meal on your mobile order, you can just go up to where you would pick up that mobile order and ask for a cup of water. Usually there's a cast member standing there just constantly filling up cups of water because it gets really hot in Florida. So they wanna make sure you're hydrated and just get the free water. Don't pay for water. There's so many free places that you can get water at Disney. Just don't pay for your bottle of water. Moving on, desserts. You've got options of peach cobbler, a Dan and Greek yogurt, or Boston cream pie. And then they also have a lemonade slushy, an Odwalla lemonade slushy. So if you if you're kind of intrigued by any of those, uh, I would definitely I would definitely try the peach cobbler, and I did try the Boston cream pie, and it was so good. Other drinks available here, you're gonna have your typical Coke products and teas. I mean, there's nothing special about those. Uh, you, can get, you can get hot tea or hot cocoa here too, so keep those in mind. Those are all snack credit worthy, but I cannot see spending a snack credit on a soda or a beverage because unless it's a specialty Disney beverage that you can't get anywhere else, you can get soda anywhere else on the planet. So I highly encourage you to use your snack credits on things that are specific to Disney that you're not gonna be able to get anywhere else. That way you can try something new. Okay, so that is a review of the menu. And actually at Columbia Harbor House, there is an entirely allergy-friendly lunch and dinner menu as well. So they have lots of gluten or wheat allergy-friendly items. They have grilled salmon. They have uh, the chicken strips with french fries. Let's see, what else do they have on here? They have a kid salad with chicken. They have a rice noodle macaroni and cheese with chicken strips. Um, they have an egg and allergy-friendly option with the grilled salmon and chicken strips. They have fish and shellfish allergy-friendly options, soy allergy-friendly options. So they do have a baked chicken breast served with green beans and carrots. That's really important for those of you who do not want fried chicken. You, sometimes you have to look on the allergy-friendly menus to find those healthier, more nutrient-dense, high-protein, lower-fat options. So they do have baked chicken here. You're not gonna see it on the regular menu, but they do have it, so don't be afraid to ask for that. They also have milk allergy friendly items and peanut or tree nut allergy friendly um, items. Let's see. Yeah. So that's, that's that. So I highly encourage you, again, look for or ask for if you don't see it. Ask for an allergy friendly uh, menu just because you might not see something that floats your boat on the regular menu, but they might have it in the back. You just have to ask for these things. So I want to give you a little bit more in-depth review of the items that I chose. If you'll remember, I had the chicken pot pie with a side of green beans and the Boston cream pie and water. And we'll start with the green beans. So this, I, I brought my food scale into this restaurant. I brought it everywhere I went just because I was curious. This serving size of green beans was 125 grams and it had little slivers of carrots. It definitely had some butter on it. So I'm not sure if you can ask for this with no butter or oil, but it was well-flavored, it was good. 
and you can definitely, you know, pat it dry if you want to try to limit the amount of oil or butter that's on there. It, it wasn't overwhelming, but there is some on there. A typical size of green beans or most vegetables is 85 grams. So I definitely think it's a win in terms of the serving size for your vegetables. Now the chicken pot pie, this was a single serving little pie. It was so good. Lots of crust, great flavor that had lots of corn and spices and carrots and peas and chicken chunks. And it was topped with a little bit of breadcrumbs. I thought it was creamy. It was delicious. <laughs> I, it's not just because it has the word chicken in there does not mean that it is a high protein meal. This is gonna be a high fat, high carb meal. There's a lot of crust, there's a lot of butter in that crust. There's gotta be a lot of cream in that chicken pot pie. So it was super good, but the what I did to make sure that I got my protein up a little bit more is I brought a some single serving packets of this unflavored collagen peptide protein powder. I like the brand Vital Proteins. This is not an ad for them. It just happens to be the brand that I use and enjoy. If you have another brand that you've tried that's unflavored that you enjoy, please let me know. I'm always up for trying more things. But these little serving sizes, they're single serving packets and they're nine grams of protein, 10 grams of collagen per packet. So I just poured it on top of my chicken pot pie, mixed it in with that chicken pot pie filling and I ate all of that. So while I didn't take away any fat or carbs that were added in there that were already a part of the meal, I did add in nine grams of protein. And then I only ate half of the crust. Goodness knows it was really hard to only eat half of that crust. It was so good. But I only ate half of the crust because my motto, if you guys don't know, from my Disney trip was eat, your, eat all your greens and all your proteins and save some carbs for later. <laughs> so I was making sure I ate all my vegetables, I ate my protein, I made sure protein was a big focus in my meal, and then I just usually had half the carbs. Um, and, and recognized that like, I'm full at half the carbs. I don't need all the carbs, it's gonna be fine. Um, I need to stop thinking that I'm wasting them, I just need to only eat half, that way I can enjoy the rest of my day. You know, the next few hours I don't feel bloated, I don't feel super stuffed. It's more important to enjoy that time and not overstuff myself than it is to feel like I'm wasting food and then feel miserable the rest of the day because I overstuffed myself. So I hope that makes sense and I hope that you can take that and apply it to your next Disney trip or even your next meal out. So on to dessert, had the Boston cream pie. It was so good, I was not expecting this. It looked like a cute little cup of chocolate pudding, had some cute little zigzag drizzle icing, edible gold and silver balls on top, I don't think that those were probably traditional colonial, but it was really good. Um, so the chocolate was just a layer on top of the pie and below that was a layer of cream and at the bottom a layer of cake. It was really tasty, really moist. The creaminess of everything blended really well together. Um, and I could be wrong, but I tasted a thin layer of caramel between the layers of chocolate and cream. That was divine. It was an A plus dessert in my opinion. Again, I did not eat all of this. I probably ate a quarter, maybe a third of this. It was really good, but again, I knew I wanted to be able to walk around after this and eat another meal later and not feel overly stuffed. So, you know, just a word to the wise is you can always get more. You know, if you are with a group or something, get, get maybe one meal less 
and split a bunch of things for the whole group. If you have five people, get four meals and everybody split everything. You're all gonna be fine, you're all gonna be full. <laughs> and that will enable you guys to, uh, you know, test out a few more types of meals or get some more snacks later and try some different things without feeling like you're overly stuffed and uncomfortable. So I have a question for you and that is, Based on this review of these Thanksgiving type foods from the Columbia Harbor House, would you eat a Thanksgiving meal at this restaurant in Magic Kingdom or would you not? Have you had a Thanksgiving in the Disney parks or resorts before? Please leave us and our other listeners your feedback so that we can all make some better informed decisions at Disney surrounding our food choices. So if you head on over to iTunes or SoundCloud or your podcast hosting site of choice, please leave a rating and review, and you can include the answers to these questions in your reviews. You can leave reviews as often as you would like. You're not limited to a one-time rating and review. So if you have an episode posted, um, or if you listen to an episode that we posted that you really resonate with, please consider leaving an episode-specific review and Take a screenshot to share on your social media so that more of your friends can find this fabulous podcast. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you all have a happy, safe, and wonderful Thanksgiving. My name is Danny, and I record two podcast episodes weekly for you to folk uh, for you so that you can focus best on your fitness, food, and travel. I cannot wait to talk to you in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and listening to the fitness empowerment podcast if you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message this podcast is available via itunes soundcloud and anchor which shares to a multitude of other platforms so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most and if you really truly do enjoy this content then please do me another favor and go over to itunes give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible so thank you in advance for that also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.